a liberated lifestyle. Common misconceptions about Vanu in the second realm. To read, share, or check out the show notes, just visit vanupodcast.com forward slash misconceptions. And for more on liberated lifestyles, check out the newly released second edition of my book, Vanu, A Strategy for Self-Liberation, now with a new introduction, forward by Ben Stone, the Bad Quaker, and four or five update chapters since I've experienced so much in this realm uh, in just four years. To order, just visit libertyunderattack.com forward slash book. Again, libertyunderattack.com forward slash book. And uh, while you're there at uh, the Liberty Attack Publications website, uh, please do make sure to check out our full catalog of books, bundles, uh, or as apothecary and privacy tools, uh, namely ghost pads and ghost phones. Uh, so yeah, thanks so much for your time today. Uh, please enjoy. Introduction. With Vanu and the strategy of building the second realm becoming more well-known and practiced, this also means that misconceptions about them both have abounded, uh, as well as some confusion on how they interplay with each other as tools in the liberation tool belt. We'll cover those first. Then, just as a potential point of clarification, we'll readdress lessons from organized crime in relation to Vanu in the second realm, sparked by a recent discussion in the Pasnia Committee of Correspondence. And with it being 60-plus years since some of Rayo's writings, uh, we'll take a moment to address the evolution of Anu and how the Second Realm Pazian Network fulfills the next step in the goal of becoming as invulnerable to coercion uh, as humanly possible. Uh, finally, for a couple bonus sections, I'll show you an example of the effective interplay of Anu in the Second Realm and uh, touch on, hopefully for the last time, uh, why we as Venuans don't prep in the survivalist sense. Number one, practical liberation strategies. Vanu versus the Second Realm. Vanu is a philosophy and freedom strategy, coined and largely developed by the pseudonymous Rayo, Tom Marshall, back in the mid to late 1960s. The word Vanu is an awkward contraction of the words voluntary, not vulnerable, and practitioners adopt radical lifestyle changes in pursuance of freedom. Or more pertinent to Vanu, Vanuans seek an invulnerability to coercion. Such lifestyles include off-grid homesteading, van nomadism, perpetual traveling, strategic relocation, financial independence, living on a sailboat, crypto-anarchy, and more. In terms of the Second Realm, this is the rebuilding of all human institutions in a sort of parallel society founded upon the principles of truth, voluntarism, and peace, unlike the coercion and deception critical to the first. In contrast to Vanu, it's a more large-scale strategy requiring the involvement of numerous individuals. Rio put it this way, an ethical enclave, a Vanu Agora, can consist of only two Vanuans. The second realm requires a community uh, network. And therein lies the main distinction. Vanu is more so an individual-based strategy, the second realm far more expansive. In my view, an individual learning to live a liberated lifestyle is a necessary prerequisite for involvement in the second realm. One feeds into and prepares the other. This not only means practical skills, but also the exercising of collective spooks and other areas of mental liberation, so that the self-liberator doesn't end up backsliding into political crusading, falling back into old states programming, or whatever. This also helps to ensure the maintenance and continuation of the second realm, as only vetted and reputable individuals will be allowed access to the entirety of the network. In summation, while these two strategies complement each other greatly, and Vanu enables additional second realm activity, they are different in scale and focus. More on this soon. Number two. Readdressing Lessons from Organized Crime and Its Relation to Vanu Recently in the Pazian Committee of Correspondence chat, a fellow self-liberator, Vanu podcast listener, dropped in to raise a disagreement of which we're always happy to receive if it's accurate. This individual somehow got the impression that smuggler Kyle and I were 
basically recommending people to join an organized criminal, uh, criminal syndicate. To become more invulnerable to coercion, uh, referring to an episode of our Building the Second Realm series on uh, lessons that can be learned from organized crime, uh, based off of the book on strategy by Smuggler and XYZ. There's so many things wrong with this statement, uh, so let's get to addressing them. To reiterate, Vondo and the Second Realm are two different strategies, as described in number one. And considering both of these strategies are anti-coercion, pro-voluntarism, organized crime doesn't seem to fit the bill. Secondly is a disclaimer we provided in these show notes, which we read smack dab at the beginning of the podcast. I'll highlight the most pertinent points. Quote, Most everyone is familiar with organized criminal syndicates, whether it's the mafia, the mob, the yakuza, etc. They are typically viewed as violent, chaotic criminal organizations, constantly under attack and surveillance by the federal governments. The latter may be the most truthful accusation leveled, but believe it or not, there is a lot libertarians and anarchists can learn from organized crime as they build second realms. This is something none other than Dr. Murray, Murray Rothbard recognized on page 295, in addition to Smuggler and XYZ, the authors of Second Realm Book on Strategy. Not only have these organizations exi- existed for centuries, but they have flourished. They have their own internal arbitration systems, private defense and security. They utilize temporary autonomous zones to make them more invulnerable to coercion, and they have similar ethical and moral codes that are strictly adhered to, a sort of parallel society to put it another way. It's worth noting that as strict as some of their moral and ethical codes may have been, they still participate in behavior that violates personal autonomy. We are not overlooking this, but rather honing in our focus on the relevant material, end quote. And obviously emphasis added. To conclude, please don't go join an organized criminal syndicate, whether private or public, uh, public being government. Number three, the evolution of Vanu. Vanu is truly yours for the making, and as such, it must develop according to the factors confronted at the present time, whenever those happen to be. Rayo put it this way, quote, If anyone to me is not just someone living in a particular manner, lifestyles may change. A lifestyle which was Vanu 100 years ago may not be Vanu today. Some lifestyles Vanu today were not possible 100 years ago, and may not be Vanu 50 years from now. If anyone is someone who places a high value on a relative invulnerability to coercion, someone for whom freedom is worth a fair amount, though not infinite of effort, inconvenience, discomfort. To Avenue and Vanu is not just a means to other ends, nor is it an ultimate end. Like most qualities of life and life itself, it is both. Avenue will choose whatever way of living offers personal sovereignty, and will change lifestyle again and again, if necessary. End quote. From what I gather, in the 1960s and 70s, these ideas were even more fringe and rare to find than today. And if not more fringe, access to less advanced forms of technology made community and networking a touch more difficult. Put another way, it was harder to find and build relationships with fellow self-liberators, let alone build a parallel society. Our access to technology provides some advantages to us today, especially on our own privacy-hardened ghost phones, ghost pads, and other privacy tools, mainly in the form of networking. While 60 years ago, such a strategy as a second realm or Pazian network may have been considered anti-Vanu, I believe it to be more a necessity now uh, than just choice. And conjoined with second realm strategy, security culture tactics, and a more developed agorism, Still, to me, it falls within the purview of this liberating freedom strategy. We'll produce our own food. We'll have our own infrastructure, from communications to energy. We'll have our own reputation, arbitration, and adjudication systems. And as a whole, we'll build the lives we want to live despite the looming threats of the coercers. Utilizing proxy merchants for acquisition of private land, advanced privacy technology to communicate via the ether, and fueling our vans with the miraculous browns gas vapor systems to name a few, our self-sufficiency and decentralization will be our strengths. Vanu has indeed evolved. Number four. Bonus. A demonstration of Vanu Second Realm Interplay. 
the second realm enabling more fauna. Rayo's of the opinion that non-nomadic stationary lifestyles are more vulnerable than nomadic ones. After all, if the coercers can't find you, they can't coerce you. This was especially true in his opinion if it involved a property title, property taxes, etc., such as off-grid homesteading. And I would typically agree. But what if you could combine the aforementioned liberated lifestyle, off-grid homesteading, with the proximate merchant strategy of the second realm? You could have your off-grid homestead in place A, but to government, Babylon officials, your home base may be in another state, another country, etc., in a mailing address somewhere within you know, 30, 30 to 60 miles away. Depending upon the arrangement you make with your trusted proxy merchant, they would likely handle any and all interactions with potential coercers, since it would be their name on the deed. They would, of course, be compensated for the risk incurred, but this is all up to individual negotiation. Other potential avenues were the investigation or trusts, shell corporations, etc. Basically, ways in which a proxy merchant could shield themselves legally and personally from as much, as much risk as possible. Vanu enables further Vanu. Vanu enables further second realm activity, and in return, second realm strategy greatly expands the prospects of those liber uh, living liberty lifestyles. Number five, bonus. Self-sufficiency and independence, not prepping. It seems one of the most common misconceptions about Vanu, whether in Rayo's day or today, is that Vanu is basically the same as just prepping and survivalism. To summarize Rayo's refutations, Vanuans aren't prepping for some disaster, economic collapse, or whatever. We don't have a bug-out cabin in the middle of the wilderness awaiting, awaiting us for when we can finally leave our jobs in the servile society to go live off canned goods while we learn how to live in nature. No, Vanu is a lifestyle change, a constant pursuit of a more competent approach at becoming and remaining invulnerable to coercers. We may do some canning, we may have the ability to forage uh, for some of our own food and medicine, and even may have a converted van ready for a future nomadic scenario, but these are for the purposes of self-sufficiency and independence, not for prepping or mere survival. There's also the gloom and doom fear porn bullshit that is usually associated with prepping and survivalism. Operating on that frequency means to be in resonance with the collectivist, coercivist hive mind. That channel has been disconnected a long time for me, never again. Individually and as part of this overarching second realm network, we'll achieve independence and liberation in all areas that it is possible. And where it's still not feasible, proxy merchants will fill the role, smuggling goods in and out of the first realm for the expansion of these seconds. Forget about some unlikely potential eventuality. The coercers are here now. The Servile Society has been here for a long while, and we're nearly a few years past the year of hindsight 2020. What are you doing to become more invulnerable to the coercers today? You've just heard TVP number 163, A Liberty Lifestyle, Common Misconceptions About Vanu and the Second Realm, originally published at vanupodcast.com. Uh, for more on this liberating freedom strategy, again, check out vanupodcast.com. Uh, for more on just freedom you know, freedom strategies and uh, liberation in general, check out LUI Publications uh, for you know full catalog on books, uh, privacy tools, or, or as apothecary, and uh, much more to help you take control of uh, your liberation. And uh, lastly, if you want to check out the Free Republic of Paznia, uh, Paznia, P-A-Z-N-I-A.com is the place to go for that. Uh, thanks so much for your time today. And always remember, Vaughn is yours for the making, and the second realm is yours for the building. Cheers. <laughs>